2: ah yes ladies and gentlemen welcome back to episode number 19 of the vm nba show your boy the lamb here on the ones and twos in the host position uh I, I say imp this week i'll be at the i'll be at the two guard i'll let you bring up the ball on this one my guy I'm MP s mp718 over I'm, here
1: i'm not mad at you and I, I i think i'm i'm coming to realize that your ah uh, yes it gets longer and longer i think every every time we record a podcast
2: i want to tell you something it sets the tone the <laughs> ah yes will determine how enthusiastic i am about the show
1: well, you were pretty damn enthused just now, so.
2: So when it's, ah, yes, that means like, you know, I got like a chub.
1: It's low cool. It's low key.
2: Right? The, ah, yes, that means I am full on erect. And that's how I feel right now talking about this show. And awkwardly enough, I'm in a towel. But the camera's not that low, so no one can see anything.
1: L- listen, to, real quick, to be to be fair, it's hot in my room right now. I don't have the air conditioner in. I'd be in a towel, too. I just want to let you know. That Should is, be in a towel.
2: That is uh, facts, facts. Uh, Alright, we have a lot to discuss. I feel like the last time we talked was probably way before the draft, so we're going about like 10 days since we've recorded something. Yes, sir. Let's start off with that, man. Draft recap. You know, I have the top 10 in front of me right now. I have the whole first round. We're not going to go by order. Uh, Pretty much chalk the top three, but... Yep. Ippy, kick us off. What... What did you like? Let's go with likes first. What pick did you like? What spot did you like? What got you
1: going? I mean, just generally speaking, I really like what the Pelicans did. They crushed this draft. I mean, they've cr- I mean, ever since uh, Griffin got there, um he's been crushing his new job as the uh vice president of basketball operations for the pelicans um look you obviously strike gold when you get first in the draft they land zion but then they trade it down and they unloaded solomon hill's contract which is huge you turn the number (laughs) four no i
2: know that contract that's tremendous though
1: it's crazy so so you trade down you unload solomon hill's contract you turn the number four pick um you know um you can get the, from the Anthony Davis trade, you get you turn that number four pick into uh, Texas's uh, big man Jackson Hayes, like his game a lot, and then also the kid from Virginia Tech, Nikhil uh, Alexander Walker. Um, so you know now you kind of have you know you get three kind of you know really talented players um, from that one trade, um, and you get some cap, cap flexibility as well. Um, a lot of guys on young deals. Um, really love what um, the Pelicans did. Um, and then also, you know, I really love what the Atlanta Hawks did. Um, you know, um, I can't pronounce his last name, but Schlenke from, I think he was Golden State. I've mentioned this before. He, he's a former guy from Golden State's front office. Now he's running the Hawks. Trade up, move up to get um, DeAndre Hunter from Virginia. This is the second year they've traded up to get their guy last year. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was for um, um She's, Trae young. She's, she's Trae, Trae young. Um, and then and look, and then you get Cam Reddish, who was probably a top ten, top five sorry, top five talent. You get a guy like Cam Reddish at ten. He was, he would probably be the best player on so many teams in the NCAA last year, but because he's behind the number three pick in the draft and the number one, number one pick in the draft, um, you know, he was kind of like a fraction of the player that he really could be. Reddish is going to be the mystery man of this draft. He has so much talent that you didn't get to see at Duke. Um, he was lost and forgotten at times. Um, and I think that's why uh, teams were scared, scared from drafting, scared away from drafting him. So, um, really like what Atlanta did. Now they have a really cool young core man, Trey Mm. young, Kevin Herter, John Collins, um, Hunter reddish. Um, listen, man, another team, tons of young contracts. If they kind of progress the right way, you know, they built their team the right way. They can kind of sign a free agent or two, um, you know, and, 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 and really see, um, you know, you know what they could do in the future. And then last but not least, um, I really like the Timberwolves too. Um, they move up five spots. They take Jared Culver, a kid that I was really high on from Texas Tech, really, really good two-way player. Um, and it only cost them the number eleven pick in Dario Saric. And I think it's a win because look, a Saric struggled after the trade midseason from Philly, and anyway he was going to be a restricted free agent next year. So chances are he probably wasn't in their long-term plans to begin with. Correct. So and and then in addition to you know moving Saric, now you get now you let Culver play day one year one. So. Um, definitely loved what the Timberwolves did. And it's surprising because I thought they were going to trade up to take a point guard, but they didn't. Um, so really like what the Timberwolves did really like what Atlanta did. And then obviously I really love what the Pelicans have did and have been doing since the Anthony Davis trade.
2: Yeah. MP, you just went through a lot, so I'm going to try to touch on everything. Uh, yeah, look, um, Minnesota, I got a point guard in mind that we'll get to in a little bit when we play our free agency game that I think would be a little interesting, um, especially his relationship with some of the guys on that team right now. Uh, all right. I mean, look, I think the one thing, and I'm about to go on a rant right now, Imp, so buckle Let's up. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we need to stop with the, yo, that guy's going to be a bust because he went five st- five spots higher than your favorite mock drafter had him. Or it's a steal because your favorite mock drafter had him going at five and he went 17. Here's the thing. Nasir Little, he falls to, not even falls, he goes 25th from North Carolina to the Portland Trailblazers. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know much about him. Imp, you're my, my college basketball guy. Boss is the college basketball guy. That's who I defer to. What I do know is people are like, yo, he fell in the draft. Or some people were like, oh, he went right where he was supposed to. Here's the thing. The Blazers said that they had him top 10 on their draft board. If Impey puts out a mock draft and you guys are Impey marks, to use a wrestling term, you guys are fans of Impey. You guys really, really enjoy Impey's breakdowns. Impey's your favorite NBA broadcaster. He's your favorite NBA mock draft guy. If Impey has a guy number three, it doesn't mean that the whole league has him number three, folks. It doesn't mean that I have him number three. Impy might have someone number three. I might have him 23rd. Who's right? Who's wrong? We don't know. So don't fall into the trap where people create their own rankings. Teams spend a lot more time and a lot more money on evaluating these guys. So when the Blazers come out and say – Nasir Little from North Carolina, we feel like might be the steal of the draft because we had him top 10. But then you look at the mock drafts and it's like, well, he he was a borderline first round pick. It's not really a steal. So it's just something to be, you know, just keep in mind. You see it in the NFL a lot, too. Mm hmm. You know, you see it in all sports. It's like, yo, that's a steal, that's a reach. And you know how I feel. I've been very outspoken. One of my least favorite things to do is the who won the draft, who lost the draft kind of thing. Too, Though, too early, too early. Though I do think, like with NBA, it's a little different than NFL. Would you agree or disagree?
1: Why? Because these guys are what? This it's more of a, a it's a player driven league. So there's. You know, There's more emphasis on the player and less about the supporting cast around him. Is that what you mean?
2: Yeah, so Zion comes in. He's going to average probably, what, 16 and 8 is his floor? Yeah. So I feel like with basketball, you can kind of have an idea of what that person's going to bring right away. Like, LeBron yeah. came into the league. He was dropping 20 a game. You knew that. Whereas, like, yo, Aaron Rodgers came into the league. He ain't played football for, for the first four years. So you can't yeah. really evaluate it. With that being said... This dude, uh, Hachimura from Gonzaga,
1: early to Washington.
2: Yeah, yeah, and not only that, the uh, the player comparisons for some of these guys. If you're taking, you know, Chauncey Billups, I think had a rough a rough draft. <laughs> Did you like yo? Yeah, when R.J. Barrett goes number three, I don't want to hear that he's compared to Jalen Rose.
1: It's a lefty thing, I think.
2: Like, dude, I'll I never know, forget. I'll never forget your boy, Frank. Dante it's, Exum. It's like, yo, you know who Frank's going to be? Dante Exum. Like, no, I don't want to hear that. I feel you. So, like, I could do with look. It's a fun thing. It creates another talking point. I get that. But, like, he compared four players to Kawhi Leonard. It's like, dude, no. Like, that's not, that's
1: not happening. Now everyone's not Kawhi. I everyone's
2: not Kawhi just because they're from a small school and they went 16th in the draft. Like, yeah. they're not going to be Kawhi Leonard, you yeah. know. But he compared, like, he compared, I think it was, um, I think was it, it was well, Windler, Windler from Belmont, small got forward. It. He's like, I see a lot of Kawhi Leonard in him. It's like, no. Like, the, the dude Johnson from Kentucky, too. It's like, slow down. Uh, I got to say, I think going back to what the Pelicans did,
1: dude.
2: I least job. Yes, and I've always said how I kind of side with the superstar, but I do think every trade situation is completely different. You know, Ippy might go out and do one thing. I might go out and do another thing. It doesn't mean that both are being equal, right? So the return that they got, bro, is wild.
1: Yeah.
2: Wild. And And now they have cap space to go after a guy who we'll get to that I think could be interesting for like a young core like that.
1: That's the thing. That's the one thing that was so underrated about what the Falcons did so have done so far is the fact... The Solomon Hill contract to get out of that was huge because, like I mentioned before, you have a lot of young talent. You build the team the right way. That's the way you build a roster. Really good players on rookie deals, and then you can kind of add free agents around them. That's the way to build the team these days. And so, you know, just kudos to Dave Griffin, man. It's a shame that he's not the Cavaliers GM still because, you know, and, and now everyone understands why LeBron got so pissed at Dan Gilbert for not... um you know bringing him back this is why this is what he did uh and it's funny because rob palinka the uh gm of the lakers uh, first time gm was an agent before griff is a a seasoned vet fleece them the rumors are that the lakers didn't even know what they were trading when they when they made the deal for ad like they remember there there was the there was that speculation that they didn't know how much cap space they were gonna have after the trade like come on man you can't you can't do that so absolutely kudos to uh rows to the to the pelicans for sure
2: yeah and- the Pe- pelicans definitely walk away from this draft in the best position if you're going like five years down the line and i know that's a game that we've said in the past you you can't really factor in what a team's going to look like five years from now because with free agency and how the makeup of contracts have now been the one the one year player option for year two and i could opt out after three years and people are unhappy after six months but i do think going forward Shout out to our guy, Marco. We've had him on the yep. show many times. He brought up a hell of a point about the Zion deal. Like, Not only are you getting Zion, you're also going to have Zion for dirt cheap compared to what a superstar makes in the league. And in comparison to what you have to pay guys later down the line, you're going to have Zion for $6-7 million. So you'll be able to afford the Drew Holiday contract. Maybe yeah. go get a big name free agent, a veteran yep. presence. I have a guy who I think will be perfect for that team in a little bit. But yeah, that's ultimately what you want in the number one pick because you know, we we joked around the last episode how I have sort of developed this man crush on Bradley Beal. And you guys are all like, "Yo, there's nothing wrong with Bradley Beal, but it's like, yo, if I have if I hit a home run on RJ Barrett and I'll got to pay RJ for 3-4 years, 30 million dollars as opposed to bringing in Beal who's a hell of a player, but he's making north of 25 million or he will be making north of 25 million. That needs to get factored in.
1: Yeah. Anything um,
2: else on the draft you want to touch on, man?
1: I, just a couple of things that were head-scratchers to me. Um, Phoenix takes Cam Johnson at 11. Cameron Johnson uh, out of North Carolina.
2: You saw his boy in the press conference was like, huh?
1: Kobe, yeah, he was super excited for him. But that's, but that's exactly it. Everyone was surprised. It's not because he's not a good player. He's, you know has had some injury issues. He's a knockdown shooter. And it's funny because James Jones is now kind of running some operations there in Phoenix, by the way, LeBron's old running mate, um, knockdown shooter. And do you realize the Suns were a terrible shooting team last last year. So they're trying to kind of pivot to a, a, a space and shooting team, which the NBA, where the NBA is going, and I totally agree. But you take a guy, Cam Johnson, at 11, where you could have probably got him at even 15, 20, you know, maybe even 22. So... It, it's not the player. I love what they're doing. They also take Ty Jerome, who can also shoot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I like the players that they took. Ty Jerome, he went where he should have went. But Cam Johnson, I feel like you could have got him a little bit later in the draft. Like the player, just don't necessarily like the spot. Um, and then another thing that I didn't like is I don't like the NBA, man. Bowl, bowl. What's up with that? Goes 44 to Denver. That's insane. Um Hats off to Denver for kind of taking another guy this year's draft. So remember, last year, Michael Porter Jr., red shirt, didn't play at all. All in, baby, all in. The only issue with Michael Porter Jr., uh, the only issue with him winning Rookie of the Year um, is the minutes. Wonder if he's going to be able to get the minutes to kind of put up the numbers. But, you know, let's think about Blake Griffin, who got hurt. One rookie of the year. Then let's think about Ben Simmons, who got hurt. One rookie of the year. This could kind of be that third guy. My only concern for Michael Porter Jr. winning rookie of the year is his minutes. But Bull Bull going forty fourth to Denver. Insane. Shame on the league. I'm upset. Um,
2: I'm upset.
1: I'm upset, dude. Tons <laughs> of value considering he would have been a lottery pick if he right. had not got hurt. Um, right. And I, and and look, we didn't think Denver was going to be uh, that good this year, uh, except for me. So you know, it's like.
2: Look at him putting himself over. I feel that it was a fucking shit, fam.
1: It was a head scratcher at the time, Um, but you know now it totally makes sense considering they finished second, had the best home record in the league, Um, and now now it makes sense, right? Um, And so now it even makes more sense to take a risk on a guy considering you're kind of loaded at a decent amount of positions. Um, So uh, love it for the Denver, love it for Denver. Don't like it for the league.
2: All right, so I'm going to push back a little bit, and I think the reason why he fell is the reason why all big men tend to fall in drafts, and that's because he's a 7-foot-plus a guy with foot issues already. Yep. So it could be a little bit of a red flag. Uh, it's also like, yo, not for nothing, man. I don't know much about his game. Imp, do you know much about his
1: game? Yeah, I mean, he can dribble it like a guard. He can shoot it. He can, okay, uh, so, he's a, so
2: he's a versatile big. He fits
1: this mold of the NBA? He's 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 you know the unicorn 2.0. OK, can, he's not I would say he's not as good of a, a scorer on the block and in the post and things like that as a Porzingis, But he's and, and probably not as good defensively in, in in regards to like shot blocking. But he he has that 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 skill set that that skill set that's bizarre for a seven foot, you know, seven foot three, seven foot four guy. Super that's talented, a- can do a couple different things, especially handle it, pass it, shoot it for sure. Um, so, you know, unicorn 2.0.
2: The reason why I got so excited about uh, Michael Porter Jr. is because...
1: 30 to 1? Uh, yeah,
2: Impy and I, uh, the D-Gens that we are, we uh, we host a, a sports betting show. And, you know, we like to dabble a little bit. And we've been really spot on with some of our picks as of late, last couple of years. And you sent me a screenshot, man. You're like, yo, 30 to 1? So I, uh, I like flyer. it.
1: Flyer. Just take a flyer, man. Just take a flyer.
2: And also, look, I don't know. You know, you mentioned the minutes. I I think that's the exact position that they're lacking, though.
1: Yeah.
2: A forward? A three?
1: Yeah. Undersized uh, uh, undersized four. Yeah. But they go small ball.
2: Yeah. So I, I, you know, just keep it in mind. I I do want to say Justin Wright Foreman. I know nothing about him, but I know the head coach of Hofstra. So I think it's going to be a guy that I'm going to be rooting for. He went to the Utah Jazz point guard second round. Let's get it. Uh, Yeah, let's get it for sure. All right. I want to go into free agency, Imp.
1: Fun, fun, fun.
2: But I do also, you know, you like to, you just put yourself over with the Nuggets call. And you, if you think I'm not going to put myself over for legit predicting Conley to the Jazz.
1: That was a call. But the great thing about that call was like a couple days before.
2: It was a couple of days before. And I was just like, yo, you know what would be a dope fit? Conley Your on job. the Jazz. And they yeah. can afford the contract because they don't got to pay Mitchell yet. Go Bears eligible for the Supermax, I believe, next year. So they have this window where they could take on that contract, right? Yeah, dude, Conley Mitchell. I've already hit you up, and I'm like, yo, hey, Mitchell, Mitchell MVP. And
1: <laughs> and dude, he fits. I I don't know if we said this on the air or no. We we couldn't have said this on the air, but I think I said it to you in text. He just fits that team. He's such an underrated defender. He's one of the better two way point guards in the nba so he'll f- literally fit right into a, a defensive-minded utah jazz team without a doubt
2: the best best player of our generation to med- uh, never make an all-star game
1: yes without a doubt
2: and he's still not gonna make an all-star game
1: <laughs> <laughs> who knows maybe like you know who knows
2: nah not in the west bro it's quiet. because you know
1: what it is now it's now it's like a thing now it's a thing that people know it's like oh man Connolly hasn't made an all-star team yet a few years ago it was probably like it wasn't it wasn't even a talking point you know what i mean but at this point after he got the big deal his, you know those 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 prime years are dwindling down now 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 it'll be interesting to see if uh if somehow he can you know etch his stone in the all-star book
2: way 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 too early predictions for next year uh, still we still need free agency we need to see if we get through the summer with no injuries what other wild trades remember kyrie got traded like in august a yeah. couple years ago so up until the season starts, a lot of wild shit might happen. Uh, Jazz, Western Conference Finals bound.
1: That's great. No one thought the Blazers would be in the Western Conference Finals, yeah. man. So,
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, also, Conley, the Murray State guard, John Morant. Not John Morante. Uh, John
1: Morante, John Morante, <laughs> the uh, the guy that sings the national anthem for <laughs> New York Ranger hockey ga- hockey games.
2: Shout out to Danny Priori man. I said this last week, but I called him <laughs> John Morante. And he's like, when did he turn Italian? But yeah, you know they they find the Conley replacement for in in Memphis. So yeah, let's see. Uh, all right, Conley goes to the Jazz. I'm sure it won't be the end of free agency or trades before we get into the where we want these free agents to go perfect fits uh take a break real quick to some housekeeping notes at veterans minimum is the handle for the show twitter and on instagram you can find myself at the lame show twitter instagram and on twitch it be is at i m p 718 you already know let's get it and uh yeah if you guys want to support the patreon it's patreon.com slash veterans minimum uh, all right, back to our program. Boom, boom. Where do we want these free agents to go, Imp?
1: Where do we want them to go, and where do we think they go?
2: Where do we, Yeah, where do we want them to go? So we have a list over here in front of us, prepared.
1: The all list right? is. I'll read it for you. I'll go down the list. No, no,
2: we'll go. We'll go one at a time. We don't need to. Okay, we know, don't want to give it out first. Yeah, yeah. I want you to. So what we're gonna factor in is this. I want to factor in where do you think it'd be a tremendous fit where you think they'll go and then obviously we'd have to factor in cap you know we can't be like yo Jimmy Butler to the thunder right it, it's not going to happen or like Al Horford to the thunder it's not going to happen because they already got three guys on the cap that make 25 plus million so start us off give us a name and uh let's go all
1: right um See the issue here is like when you give one name it kind of is a domino with other names but let's start with a like a second tier guy, right? Okay,
2: let's do it. Chris yeah, let's let's, let's Chris work let's work the power rankings from like the bottom up. Obviously we yeah, so, you know who the big names are, but give
1: me give us some names that, you know. All right, so Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. You know. Um worthy of a max all-star Eastern Conference. Yes. Well, worthy of a max is 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 you know to each person's opinion, I guess. Correct. But um, all-star in the East. Mm-hmm. You know, say what you want about that. Um, scoring wing that can get his own bucket. Um, I would love to see him. Ready for this, Nick? Mm. In Indiana with Oladipo. Ooh. So, um, because look, what's the one thing that they lacked last year Um Obviously, when Oladipo went down, but even with Oladipo in general, generally speaking, one thing that they lacked is a guy that can go get their go a guy that can go get his own bucket. And Chris Middleton's a phenomenal scorer, um, so you know I have a couple of guys that I would love to see in Indiana, and Chris Middleton is definitely one of them. The issue here is, you know, the Delavado Delavadova contract dump, Henson dump, um, they resigned Bledsoe early um, at a lower rate. I think all of the signs are pointing to the, you know, the Bucks at some point uh, re-signing him. Although he did opt out, he's gonna just re-sign uh, for more money. So, um, you know, if he does re-sign um, with the Bucks, it'll probably be quiet for Brogdon um, and a couple other guys there. But I think I think the key is to re-sign Middleton. Um, so, you know, would love to see him in Indiana. I think he winds up staying with the Bucks, though.
2: All right, so. I get he was an all-star. Yeah, I,
1: bro. I get that. Yo,
2: I don't know if I feel overly confident in giving Chris Middleton a, a five-year max. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. He, I, I feel like he kind of disappeared in that Raptors series a little bit. I feel like that's going to be a situation where you're going to pay him because you might want to run back that core. Now, the thing is is that you're not going to get Brook Lopez at the price that you got him at, and Brogdon's not going to be cheap. And Middleton's a free agent. You know, I really, this time, if we were doing this show, Trade Deadline, I would have been hyping up Meritage, but God knows what happened to that guy. Talk about a guy that disappeared. Disappeared and probably lost himself mad bread, no? Yep. So, I think he ultimately goes to Milwaukee. Yo, you know where I would like to see him? Where? Portland. Okay. As, As a three- as the third guy. As the third guy, don't forget, Nurk, Nurk is coming back. Nurkic. He's under contract. I don't know what to do with Canner. As I have, you know, I have a list of contracts in front of me. Canner is still under contract, so they'll probably bring him back. I would like to see Middleton on like a Portland. I think that could be lit.
1: Yeah. He's like the perfect guy to be the third best player on the team.
2: That's the thing, man. I don't know if he could be the second best player on your team. That's I agree. Especially with a guy like Giannis because, like, yo, not for nothing, yo. Giannis won MVP. We'll get to that in a little bit to close out the show. But can he really create his own shot?
1: Yeah. He can get his bone. He can get a bucket for sure.
2: He can, but he's not, like, creating his own shot. Like, he's not a, a, a threat. He's he's a threat from three in the sense that he's not afraid to shoot it like Ben Simmons.
1: I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more that I think that him being the second best player on your team – won't cut it so that that you know that's that leaves it up to the bucks to kind of make another move but you can't let this guy walk you know what i mean it's it's one of these situations where you're kind of your hand is forced where you're gonna pay him like a second best player you're gonna pay him like your second best player but to i think to win a ring you need him as your third best player but you can't let him walk
2: yeah he's that's super, the thing he's you super can't down. let him go yeah
1: so it's like you know overpay there and hopefully you can you can you know hit a home run somewhere else on your roster it's tough it's tough the, you know Uh, You know, I'd love to see them go over the salary cap, to be honest, and tip into the luxury tax a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, we don't have him on the list, but he just popped up, right? You ready for this one? I'll throw you one. I I don't think we'll spend much time on him, but I do think this is the kind of guy that come playoff time, he could be out there when it matters. Yeah. Uh, Famously, the Washington Wizards gave up a first-round pick to bring him in. What do you think about Bogdanovich from the Pacers? He can score. He can get buckets, man. He can definitely score. Boyan, bucket getter, double B. Um, He's so like, if you're the Lakers, if you're a Lakers fan, I think this is the kind of guy you have to pull out your roster with. I like it. Because you're not going to be able to get like, yo. I don't know how people are saying they might get Jimmy Butler or Kawhi or Kyrie. Like, dude, you're not going to have enough money to pay these guys. So you need to convince Boyan, who made 10.5 last year with Indiana, that like, yo. Come play with the Lakers. Here's six. You could probably get 12 somewhere or 10 somewhere. Take a pay cut. You'll play into June. Or you'll have an option of maybe playing into Memorial Day weekend.
1: I well, that, I That's the, the
2: kind of guy that the Lakers could get.
1: So, wait, so you're saying that the Lakers should, rather than spend their money on one big free agent moving forward, they should kind of break that money up into three or four players. Three or four really solid players.
2: Yeah, like what? What are you gonna do? You're gonna be. You're gonna have. You're gonna have AD LeBron and Kemba, and then we're gonna have Alex Caruso and yeah. and, and KCP running wild. Like no, and, that's uh, not gonna work.
1: No, and, and and Wagner, bro. But yeah, Wagner, of course. Yeah.
2: Oh, can't forget Wagner. But that's what I'm saying. Like I would rather. All right, Pat Bevs of the world. Would you rather? Or would you rather? You know, I love me some would you rathers, right? Love that game. Would you rather for thirty million dollars get Boyan? Get a Thad Young, a Darren Collison, and like well, Randall's being talked about getting a Mac, so let's throw him out. But and like uh an Aminu for thirty million, or would you rather get Kemba? And then have in the back of your mind come crunch time, Caruso is guarding Damian Lillard in Portland. Yeah. I'm saying I that I just don't think it's realistic to put out a, a legitimate team. Now I don't know how many guys are clutch guys and how many guys Rich Paul could be like, "Yo, listen, we'll throw you some money t- somehow. We'll do some." Buy you a shit. Lambo over here? Yeah, we'll do some sketchy shit. Come play for us for the VM. Come play for us for six million where you could get twelve. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many guys they have under contract. With that being said. I would much rather get the J.J. Reddick's, the Boyan's, and the Darren Collison's for $30 million combined, and my crunch time would be, hypothetically speaking, a LeBron, AD, a, a J.J. Reddick, Boyan, Darren Collison, as opposed to Alexander. I, I don't no, even know I, if it's Alex, you know? I, I hear
1: you. I hear you. Um, you're not the only one that shares that opinion too. So you're so you're saying you'd rather them go in with Batman and Robin and then have a bunch of other supporting cast guys rather than the three musketeer big names. I get it. You're, yeah, because
2: I, I, also I do think that of all the of all the Batman and Robin situations, I can't remember the last one where it was legitimate two top five guys. Mm, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but also the
1: before Shaq and Kobe.
2: Maybe Stefan Durant.
1: Well, no, but you can't discredit Clay and yeah, and but the, the, yes, the Warriors yeah, Warriors are true. totally different. Yeah, yeah,
2: correct, correct, yeah, Shaq and Kobe,
1: right? That won a championship because then you can look at you know, you know, Chris Paul and James Harden, um,
2: two top five players. <sighs>
1: All right, fair, fair, fair. I mean the
2: whole league. I'm not talking about position. Like yo, no, yeah, yeah, okay, AD okay. and LeBron are in your top top, top five. seven. If, it's, if they're past seven, I don't respect your shit. Come basketball talk.
1: All right. Okay. I feel you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't disagree with you.
2: And, and the last thing on that, wow, we spent mad time on Boyan. Shout out to Boyan, though, for real. Uh, are AD and LeBron even going to play that many games? Like, they're probably going to take the Kawhi mold. I think they'd be happy with just being like the five seed and then just running rough shop. You know, I think a lot of teams are going to be like, yo, let's just get. I think you're going to see the veteran teams going into next year and going on, going forward in the NBA being like, yo, let's just get into the playoffs and let's have all our guys healthy and rested, as opposed to you'll see the young teams like the Bucks, You'll see the teams like the Hawks a couple years ago. You'll see teams like maybe even Utah next year being like, yo, let's get the one seed. But then you'll have the grizzled vets like the Warriors being like, yo, let's just get the six. Let's get in healthy. We'll get Clay back and run wild.
1: The only thing that I can say to your point is – when you have LeBron James, when you have Anthony Davis, and if you have another superstar, you will get guys that will take less t- for an opportunity to win a-, a ring, and that's what you saw in Miami. Mm-hmm. So, um, and in Cleveland as well. So that's the only thing that you need to consider is when you, is 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 to your point, which I which I definitely agree with. But at the same time, don't discredit the fact that guys will take less to play there. So if you do sign your big three, if you do land a Kyrie or you do land a Kemba chances are there will be players that will take less to join them. So, we'll see what happens. I can't wait till Sunday. Is it Sunday? Friday? Sunday?
2: Uh, I believe so, yeah. I believe so. All right, I got a list of clutch sports guys. (laughs) Uh, None of which are free agents, but... Oh, shit. Draymond Green's a clutch guy? I didn't know that. Terrence Ferguson, AD, Jordan Clarkson, Corey Joseph, Trey Lyles, Ben McLemore. Oh, the Morris brothers? Ooh. Ooh. J.R. Smith, the GOAT. Let's Anything
1: go, is man. possible. You're trying to get the pipe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick,
1: rapid fire. Who do you think
2: uh, should sign Boyan? Because I don't, I don't know if you gave an answer. but
1: I didn't give an answer. Um, I, I don't know. Celtics would be interesting in the East. Um, you know... Horford's probably not going to resign there, so I'd like to see maybe um, you know maybe the Celtics, maybe Dallas. Boyan mm. would be interesting in Dallas, mm. right? Um, and uh, yeah, I'll leave it at the Celtics in Dallas. One in one of on the East Coast, one of on the West Coast, or one of on the Eastern Conference, one of on the Western Conference.
2: Give us another name you have on your list.
1: Let's just go right into it. Kemba Walker.
2: Oof. Oof. Oof.
1: oof. Alright, so. Can I? Can I? Please.
2: Alright, so we're not going to be naive. A lot of a lot I'm, of... Moment- I know,
1: and my bad. I apologize. I knew, I thought we were, we were supposed to be going from the bottom to the top. No, I no, no. That's hurtful.
2: fine. That's fine, dude. It's all good. That doesn't matter. Kemba Walker, right? A lot of momentum, him going to Boston. Him being with a coach like Brad Stevens, you know, Jim Calhoun when he was over at UConn, really got the best out of Kemba. Um, I do think, yo, Kemba might be the most underrated player in the league that I feel like if you have Kemba Walker as like one of your top point guards, I feel like, you know, the NBA. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't talk him up and it might be that he plays in Charlotte and they've won what? 43 games has been the most he's won in a season. I don't even know, but it hasn't been great. They haven't know? done a good job of
1: surrounding him with talent
2: where I would want to see him go Say selfishly it. is the Knicks.
1: Oh, Okay.
2: I, I I love Kemba's game. I've been liking Kemba's game. I think Kemba is a tremendous Robin. I also feel like his personality meshes with a guy who wants to be Batman. He's from New York. And he's from New York. And he made MSG his home. He had some of his best moments with UConn over there. Where I think he ends up going, though, I kind of feel like he might end up in Dallas. Wow. Remember, they don't have to pay Luka yet at all that's very very important folks they're
1: gonna they're gonna give porzingis the max and all the signs are reporting to him signing that deal
2: yo do you know something crazy obviously we have to tie everything to the knicks because number one it's our team number two it's our show uh yo the knicks have the two charlotte first round picks and if they don't if yes if they get rid of kemba son like yo isn't isn't that a 23 win team
1: Bro, and everyone was knocking the Knicks for getting rid of getting rid of Will, Willie, and, and I understood one of the lot and I, and I understood some of the logic. And Willie we're talking about is Willie Hernan Gomez, who was a second round pick of the Knicks, who won, who he didn't win, but he was an All NBA uh, second team on all All NBA rookie guy
2: had some um, great games with the Knicks, like he had like a twenty and ten game.
1: He had some of games. A really cool Porzingis. Um, and 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 people were pissed, and then and then you know Knicks fans were pissed off because they traded him, but they got a haul back for him. And like you said, those those Charlotte picks are going to be interesting if Kemba doesn't resign. Um, those are probably going to be at the top of the second round each year. So whether you keep them or you trade them, um, you know, a really really underrated move for a, a guy like Willie a guy like Willie Hernan Gomez who isn't really doing much, and at the same time he's kind of a old school big man back to the basket, undersized big who's who who can score but he didn't he, he you know he had the one good rookie year and and it's just like i i wasn't really that impressed you know he he wasn't he's not kind of the prototypical big man in the nba these days so i wasn't as pissed off about it as some nick fans were and and it's a great haul those two picks are going to be awesome
2: it's weird because i do think that the mavericks might become a public team in the sense where if they land a big name free agent like a kemba or another guy that I kind of have penciled into going over there. They might be a team that might gain a lot of momentum. Imp. So, yeah, I think ideally I would love to see him on the Knicks. I do think that he ends up in Dallas. Uh, what says you?
1: I want him to sign with the Lakers. Um, and, and, you know, that's all based on what Kyrie does. We'll talk about that after. Um, but I really want to see Kemba as that third piece. All the rumors are speculating that you know the, the Lakers are putting all of their you know all of their attention towards Kemba Walker, and rightfully so. You kind of hit everything on the head. Um, unfortunately, my gut's telling me he stays with Charlotte and secures that two hundred twenty million dollar bag. That's family-changing money. That's generational money. That's his kids, kids, kids will be set up for success. Yeah, it's and- also
2: important to note, though, is something that we definitely need to mention. It's not just Kemba being like. Yeah, I'll sign for $221 million. It's also Charlotte got to offer him it.
1: And I think they do. Like you said, it's tough because if they don't resign him, no one's going to the games next year.
2: Man, we've been talking this shit up since, like, January, son. I want to give us some credit. We were talking about following this storyline for a while. Now it's gaining more and more f- Momentum, so hats off to us on that. But yeah, that's exactly it, yo. And I don't know, I don't know what I would do if I was Charlotte. I can't tell you because I'm definitely on both sides on the fence on that.
1: Yeah. So, all right, um, uh, give G- us another name. All right, um, Jimmy Butler.
2: Okay, Jimmy Butler. Again, I I think it's because I really like Damian Lillard, and I, I think I like that Portland team they need a three and D guy and yo not for nothing he's a dick Jimmy Butler from what we hear right all all indications he's a locker room cancer he's throwing a lot of people under the bus etc etc but yo he's gonna get a max someone's gonna overpay for him but he balled the hell out in the playoffs man he was the only one that wanted to get buckets he was the only one that was getting buckets for that team consistently I mean and beat had his moments don't get me wrong but I do think like Jimmy Butler yep. just showed that he's a dog, right? And I think Jimmy Butler, um, Jimmy Butler is a guy who's gonna get paid, and he deserves to get paid just based off the playoffs.
1: Yeah, uh, he was definitely the best player on that Sixers roster in the playoffs for sure. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I'd yeah. say so for sure, especially in getting your own shot. Like, remember Embiid has to get fed the ball, where like Simmons doesn't shoot, so it got to be got to be butler with that being said uh i don't know how they make that trade that's being rumored the sign and trade with him and houston i don't know how that works out you got to get a third team involved to try to get rid of capella but i don't know imp what are your thoughts dude
1: no clue what's going to happen with jimmy butler here either um to be honest You know, I'd love for him to stay in Philly with the rest of those guys and try it again. I I really like that Philly roster. Super talented. Um, But, you know, when you think about the sign-and-trade rumor to the Rockets, you have to understand that Houston can't sign him. They have no cap space. Philly can offer him an extra $50 million. So right now, in my opinion, they have all the leverage. Um, However, if you're Philly and you know he really doesn't want to stay fuck it, why not sign and trade him and get something back? because at least you're going to get something in return and, and 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 you you know, you lose that you know, you you avoid the risk of losing him uh for nothing. So, um I don't know. You know, he's kind of like the third guy in Philly and it kind of feels like he wants to be Um, more than that, but at the same time, if he goes to Houston, he'll be the third guy more or less anyway, although he'll be the hometown guy. So maybe he'll get some brownie points from the fans in the market that way. But, um, really interested to see what happens with Jimmy Butler as well. Um, would love to see him stay in Philly and try it again with those guys. Um, but you know, if the sign and trade happens, um, you know, really, really good wing defender, uh, and another guy that can get a bucket, um, you know, for a Houston team that, you know, could use another wing defender
2: yeah yeah um <laughs> dude it's just that him with chris paul i think that's gonna just be issues now and even I Harden, mean- like yo butler wants the ball too man i don't know i just feel like that team is just destined to fail like that team they're gonna be pointing to the chris paul injury forever i know i am also but I don't know. It's just that makeup of that team is they're so top-heavy. And, like, when Kevon Looney outscores, absolutely dominant. I think he was the biggest reason why the Rockets lost to the to the Warriors because he just undressed Clint Capella. Yep. So, all right. Uh, next one. Who do you have on that list?
1: Let's, you know, D'Angelo Russell. Okay. <laughs> why did you make that face? No, because, like, yo, it's... Uh, why would he go back to the Lakers? I don't think he goes to the Lakers. Right. It's even just though a- Magic's not there, I still think there's bad blood and there's resentment. Even though Magic's not even there, it's not even about Magic Johnson, you know?
2: Like, dude, it just doesn't make sense to me. If if I was him, I would probably stay in Brooklyn, yeah. but they want Kyrie. That's not going to work out for any Nets fan. And I, I was talking to our buddy Dylan, who, who's a big Nets fan. Shit, he's the only Nets fan I know, really. <laughs> I was like, bro, they're not like... Who's gonna play defense on that team at the guard? Because both guys are are like they're not built to play defense. So I don't know, D'Angelo Russell, ready for this one? Kind of teased it before, dude. Minnesota,
1: that's cool.
2: Him and Cat, I think they're homies. They hold each other's jerseys and shit, and they're they're good friends. They wanted to play together. Them two are top picks in their in the drafts. You know, second round pick for D'Lo. Uh, sorry, second overall pick for D'Angelo Russell, and then Cat was the number one pick, right? Young guys, you have your guard, you have your center. You don't need to worry about spacing. You don't need to worry about am I the man down the shreds. It's like, nah, like you can – that works. A big and a small guy works, and they desperately need a guard. They didn't address the point guard position in the draft. Which they all really, thought they were. I don't even know what their guard situation is like right now. It's what, Chris Dunn? No, he's on the – Chris Dunn is on the Bulls. I'm on the Bulls. Um, but, yeah, I think for me, I, w- I think I'm going out on the limb. I think he signs with Minnesota, and I think he goes to Minnesota.
1: That's interesting. Look, I mentioned Indiana before. I'd love to see D'Angelo Russell in Indiana. Um, oh, my take. I was like, yo, bro,
2: I, that team isn't a, isn't a legit threat in the East, Oladipo and him.
1: Well, that's the thing, though. It's like he would – so Oladipo can cover up some of D'Angelo Russell's defensive ineffic- inefficiencies, where I think would be interesting. Yeah. Um, nice. And, you know, there you go. I mentioned it, a guy getting a bucket. D'Angelo Russell can absolutely go and get his own bucket, and he's only going to get better. Like Marco says, if he can get to the rim and finish better at the cup, he'll be really unstoppable. Um, the thing with the Nets is I hear that they only want Kyrie if he's going to bring another guy with him. And if that's not the case, I think he resigns with the Nets at, what is it, five over one, five, four years, 117, I think, or something like that. I think pretty much the, the max the Nets can offer him is like, one, I don't know. I was I was chatting about it before. I think it's four one seventeen with another team, and five, um, more than that at five. So, uh, I would, you know, like I said, would love to see team in Indiana, but I think he uh, stays in Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would love to see him with Indiana. I kind of, I kind of mentioned that a couple weeks ago. I was like, yeah, that would be just like based on fit. I think that would be dope. You yeah. know, like obviously we're not saying when we mean fit fit it's like also where we would want to see like i think that's cool you make them a contender still um all right what else you got over there
1: real quick nets can offer him 158 over five years everyone else can offer 117 over four
2: that's right the fifth year is for teams it's like the birds right thing
1: yeah yeah so you know hard to pass up what's another Um, name you got You want to go big fish, Kawhi Leonard?
2: Yeah, Kawhi. Um, I think he stays with Toronto. Um, I think that's that's his best fit. I think that's what he should do. Um, look, every guy is under contract. Every guy that matters for the Raptors is under contract next year. The year after, it's like Van Vliet, Siakam will be due, Serge, Gasol opted in for 25 mil, which he was going to um lowry is going to be off the books next year run it back one more year you jerry said that he doesn't want to go anywhere at least for one more year run it back dude you know you know one and one yeah you know what your ceiling is right you just won the nba title the whole country would probably let you have sex with their wives (laughs) and be like cool with it at this point right they're offering him free flights private jets free everything right drake is pulling all the strings he needs to i'm sure he'll be shouted out in like drake's next album like 120 times he's the man right now kawhi leonard is the biggest star in all of canada and that goes into the music industry too just very yeah i
1: think he yeah i think he i think he would sign a one and one and stay, see what he can do a year two. I think two signed- year
2: contract, two year contract, opt out after one for thirty five million,
1: and become a free agent again and see what happens. Why not?
2: You want um, to LA, go to L A. Go to L A. next year. Yeah. Toronto, no, you know what you have in Toronto. You know the fan base. You know the organization. You know that they can manage your minutes and your games, and you know ultimately what your ceiling is. And yo, not for nothing, you want to go out west with those juggernauts blazers jazz lakers warriors rockets thunder dude that's it, like sure you're gonna go to the clippers the clippers are gonna be good but it's like yo you're you're not gonna get tested in the east until the ecf when yeah. you run into milwaukee and they might not even be the same team next year because they gotta pay like four guys yeah you you yo you have you have a road map to the eastern conference finals you know that you could take off 25 games and still be a two seed you just know, you know your situation, man. I think it's. I'm sold. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think if I was, if I, I I'm sure this is going to be the speech that they give Kawhi too, man.
1: I think he stays. I'd like to see him in, uh, on the Clippers though, with another free agent. Yo,
2: you would like to see him leave though.
1: Yeah, I, because I want to see him under Doc Rivers, man. I want to see, you know, how 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 much better he can make them. I want yeah, to though. Go-
2: about to, I'm about to push back on you, fam. You're, you're Mr. You're Mr. Rings. Doc and Doc and Nick Nurse got the same amount.
1: That's fair. I'm there's, that's there's, that's fair, man. You know, I just so- want to see him with under Doc. I want to see him in L.A. in his home city. Um, and and I want to just see how really I want to see how good he is. You know, with with not as good of a supporting cast.
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Ideally, as a fan of basketball, I would love to see him stay in Toronto. That'd be be my preferred choice. All right, let's get into uh, this guy. I know we were going to get to him. Uh, Tobias Harris.
1: Look, I mentioned it before. I want to see Tobias Harris stay, man. I really think he's a stretch four that that team needs. That team desperately needs shooting. J.J. Redick is probably gone. We know what Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons' issues are with the paint clogged. Um, you need as much spacing as you can get. I would like to see Tobias Harris stay in Philadelphia. He's from New York, I think. It would be yeah. interesting to see him go to the Nets.
2: Yo, listen, man. I like Tobias Harris's game. He was an all-star snub for me. Uh, Tobias Harris is his hometown. Long uh, Island, I think. I, no. I believe so. I can't seem to get... I'm on a, a sports track right now. It's not showing me his hometown. He went to Tennessee as the college he went to. Um, he's 27 years old. Look, if the Knicks leave this summer with Tobias Harris, it is 2010 all over again. Tobias Harris is a hell of a player.
1: Dix Hills. Shout out Dix Hills, Long Island, <laughs> out, man. Yo, they got
2: bread out in Dix Hills, too.
1: So I'm saying? Tobias that's, Harris gets this money. Gets this money for real, for real. Yo,
2: I don't know if I want to... I don't know if I can sell my fan base as the Knicks. We're like, yo, dude, a month ago, we thought we were going to get Zion. We thought we were going to get KD. We're going to get Kyrie. We're going to be popping next year. We were like the third favorite in the East. Now it's like, yo, we dead ass might just leave with R.J. Barrett. Like that's the only. No, I get that. And I'm cool with it. And I've been swung on R.J. Barrett because I kind of did the Daniel Jones thing where like initially we take Daniel Jones. and I'm like, yo, fuck, yo, what a a shitty move. But then I went back and actually did my homework. Shout out Duke to Dukies
1: that's that's
2: a fact yeah i went back and i did my homework i'm like yo you know what not terrible i think it could work right and that's how i feel about rj Barrett right now and you know talking heads are like yo this guy might be the best player in the draft wouldn't be a surprise to anyone so that's how i feel about tobias harris though like i i can't be sold on him being the big get when like yo look don't forget son you also need to factor in this summer that we got rid of kp for for this
1: for the max for the cap space, right? We're so like, yo, we don't want
2: to give, yeah, but we don't want to give KP the max. We rather try to get Durant. So that got to be factored in too.
1: Yeah, but I think that you can do other things with cap space. You don't necessarily just have to sign these max free agents. Like in an ideal situation, what the Knicks can do is trade for some expiring contracts, acquire more assets, use the cap space, yeah, and and turn it into you know more assets. Like, I don't
2: have a I don't have a problem with that, and that that's what I think they should do. I think like, yo, if you can talk yourself into. Paul Millsap for 25 mil but one year fuck it yo do it like do no, like you. what happened with Derek Rose didn't Derek Rose sign like wasn't he a one year like 25 million at the time when we took the Bulls contract I think so so like yeah dude for one year I'll just I'll just pay I'll pay you big one year with a team option after two after there's one
1: a, there's a rumor that the Knicks may you know if they sw- swing and miss with these big free agents and Kawhi winds up going to like the Cl- the clippers or something that the Knicks actually trade for Danilo gallinari's contract it would be nice to bring him back on like a he's like has like one year left on his deal it's like twenty seven million dollars like you know guy we drafted we, no one really wanted to see him go either and had probably a career year last year. so like you said, short term deals you know,
2: I would like to it. go and check on guys going back to the team they started with. When they're still in their prime, like I'm not talking about like, yeah, you know what? I'll uh I'll go back to I'll go back to this team and just end my career with. But like, I'm 25 percent the player I used to be. But it's just cool, like my send off, like Dwayne Wade going back to the Heat. Like I mean, like a guy who Galinari could still play. He's coming off a career year for sure.
1: 43 percent from three, man.
2: But. I don't think that happens much, man. Just because it happened with LeBron doesn't mean that all these guys do it. Don't forget, LeBron also was from Cleveland, so that's why that guy wanted yeah. to go back to Cleveland. Um, all right, next up, what you got?
1: Um, I got um, Julius Randle.
2: You saw him get at your boy, Cantor? See what I wrote? No, you're right.
1: So he's on Colin Cowherd today, and, and Ennis Cantor goes, I think Zion Williamson is um Julius Randle with hops. Uh-huh. And then Colin Cowherd asked him, he goes, How would you defend them? And then Ennis Candor's like, you know, I'd let him shoot. And then I and then I like quote retweeted it and I was like, you know, the conversation should have been Colin Cowherd. How would you defend Zion Williamson? Ennis Cantor should say. Well, I don't play defense, so I wouldn't defend him. Because (laughs) because that's the fucking truth. You don't defend, so you can't defend him. Um, I don't know. I'd I'd be cool if the Knicks giving him like a one-year deal, or any of these teams. You know, any of these teams looking to kind of win now on a a short-term deal. Um, But you said that you've heard rumblings that he's gonna, you know, potentially get a max.
2: Yeah, and and I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, man. Yo, look. I, I hate. I hate being the guy that tells. Uh, other guys that they shouldn't get paid because shit if someone was to offer me 25 million dollars i don't care what bill from idaho has to say right by all means you are what people want to pay you with that being said i would love for my team not to be that on the receiving end of that so
0: if you could get 20
2: if you could get a max by all means man sign that shit i just hope it's not like my team
1: Julius Randle tweeted Yo NS Canner, Last time you guarded me Guarded me I have 45 Relax bro <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo NBA Twitter When the players get involved Is super bobbing It's the best man it's super bobbing Alright um, but, but let's not get too sidetracked Where would you like to see Randall go though? New York
1: New York it's like, what, New York, Chicago, New Jersey? New Jersey could be into a New Jersey. Brooklyn could be interesting. Wow, that's like calling them the San Diego Chargers. Um, Nets would be interesting. Knicks would be interesting. Bulls could be interesting. Those are the teams that are, re- that are reportedly interested in him. Um, I don't really have a pulse for this man, to be honest with you. Um, I wouldn't give him a lot of money. You know, if you do, it has to be over a short period of time. And if that's the case, it has to be a contender or it has to be a team that's kind of, you know, not really trying to do much. Um, I don't really have a pulse on it, to be honest, though. You know,
2: one of these top free agents is going to go to like a Phoenix, right? Like someone's going to pay for one of these guys and they're going to end up going to like a shit team. It always happens. Um, Yeah, I don't know what to do with Randall, man. Uh, Oh, how about this? Denver? Denver? As like a Millsap replacement,
1: they already have a really good passing big.
2: That's true. I can't think of much else. You the Reunite them with Devin Booker. Phoenix, they could use a him eight. They could Booker? use a lot.
1: They could use a lot, but they're kind of. They going could use the-
2: an ownership change. Shit. <laughs> That team, you want to talk about? Shit, we could dedicate a whole episode. To I the love sons. that old lady, man. Oh yo, that was the best moment of the NBA season for me. She cut a wrestling promo on the owner of the Suns. Yeah, <laughs> she's um, like, this team will never be good because the owner is a loser.
1: <laughs> she's right. She was um, right. you want to wrap up with the two guys that were pretty much supposed to be Knicks four months ago?
2: Yeah, why not,
1: Kyrie? Um, I want to see. Look, I I've said it about Kemba. I want to see. You know, I want to see a point guard go to the Lakers, so I'd love to see Kyrie on the Lakers, um, and I think he signs there. Actually, for both, I think it's I think it's a double edged sword. You think um, He signs with the Lakers. Yep, I do. I think he, you know, he made amends with LeBron. He realized that it ain't. First of all, I think he realized he can't be the best player on his team. Facts. I, it's the truth. He. No, realized yeah, it. I agree with you. It was a reality check this, these past two years. Um, Yo, you
2: know what I heard? I heard from so. I have a source. I'll tell you off air. Let's get it. But I have an actual source that there was some of the beef that happened in Boston was because some of the younger guys were like, yo, fam, you're coming in here and you're telling us what to do. But like we'd win a ring, too, if we had LeBron on our team. There's some people in the league that don't respect his shit the way he thinks people should respect his shit. Because listen, yo, like LeBron. (laughs) LeBron's LeBron, man. He's in the GOAT. He's a, he's a top five player of all time. And Kyrie nope. wasn't was a nobody until he got there. Let's let's be honest. He didn't make the playoffs with the Cleveland.
1: Yeah, but don't forget Kyrie hit the game winning shot that game. And he also had forty one. Was it game five or game six? He had forty one points.
2: No, no tandem in NBA finals history ever had forty point games in the same game. Listen, and, man. Yeah, he's he's definitely the reason they won too. But let's not fool around that, like, yo, if LeBron was on a shitload of teams, they'd probably have championships, too.
1: He would be, I think he'd be a great fit on the Lakers. I think that, you know, he follows his pride. He wants to win a ring. And if he goes to the Lakers, they're the clear favorite, without a doubt.
2: Yeah, yo, I'm with you. I'm not saying him going there or Kemba going there. I just can't see the rest of that roster being much, man. I'm pulling it up
1: right now, bro. Oh, there's barely anyone there.
2: I know, but they're not gonna have anything to sign. You're not gonna be able to sign anyone.
1: You're gonna have to you're gonna have have to go in with like Yeah man,
2: but you're gonna have to go in with like the Reggie Bullocks, Muscalas of the world, like oh we still got our boy, young strokes, Kuzma.
1: See? You know what I'm saying? That's a I I want to see him on the Lakers, without a doubt. Interesting.
2: Yeah, look, I think Kyrie goes to the Nets. He's a Nets fan. Uh, Is he? Yeah, he grew up he grew up a Nets fan. A New Jersey Nets fan. Oh,
1: because he's from Jersey.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, and look, he'll be oh make the Nets interesting. Like the Nets would have a top fifteen guy in the league. They'll be making headlines, NBA Twitter would like that shit. Cause like, yo, not for nothing. The Nets were like a cool story, but they didn't have national coverage really. Because they didn't have a marquee guy, you know? So I would like to see him though. Damn. You know where he'd be popping, son? Where? Once again, Denver.
1: (laughs) But then what do you do with Jamal Murray?
2: You wish him good luck on his future endeavors. (laughs) They're going to have
1: to resign him too, though.
2: Yeah. Yo, Yo, listen, Denver fans, you have a two-year window. Yeah, this year and next year because then Murray is going to have to get paid.
1: And you're not going to want to give him a max.
2: You're not going to want to give him a max, but you're going to. (laughs) <laughs> and then, then it's a wrap for you <laughs> if he's gonna jump off that bandwagon quick
1: and it's a good night but by okay. then, bull ball will be good
2: let's let's uh let's let's tie in Durant to this because do you think Durant goes somewhere with Kyrie
1: yes it's possible
2: all right where do you think Durant goes and where do you want to see him go <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to pay 40 million for him to recover, fam. I'm down. Bro, I it's pray
1: there. every night, man. I pray every night that he's gonna come to the Knicks. He was rolling around on the, on the on the assisted kind of a, a chair thing in New York today, going into the liquor store. And if that ain't New York, I don't know what is.
2: Yeah, Dude, Nothing stops you from getting to the liquor store. That is super New York. I think that's he, super everywhere, but that was like very New Yorker.
1: I got the DM at like. 6:30 earlier today for my buddy Lawrence, he sent me the video of Kyrie of 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 Durant on the street going into the liquor store with the he had his leg his his leg up on the yeah, yeah, up, yeah. On, on the pushy thing with his leg up um like the scooter type thing um I don't know man I New York both I man I pray every night for this
2: okay so he opted out he opted out for thirty one point five million
1: he was opting out either way because he's gonna get a max okay so do you think yo, this, favorite, this yo the Vegas
2: this goes to show you just how nice Durant is coming from you who don't draft players in our fantasy leagues if they have a pulled hamstring Turf Ippie, toe. yeah yo you get one injury Ippy is not drafting you or training for you on fantasy. If he's willing to pay Durant a Supermax to come and sit on the sidelines for a year. That goes to show you just how nice. Is it,
1: is it confirmed that he's gonna sit out the entire year?
2: Bro, he's not gonna come back, dude. An Achilles? Come on. Yo, Yo, Boogie, Boogie didn't start playing until mid-March. And that was when he tore his Achilles in February. I remember that night. I was at Danny's crib. Shout out to my guy Dan Emmaholtz. We do the DFS show with him over at Degeneration Bets. Uh we were watching that game. I remember they're playing the Rockets and he blows out his Achilles, and it was like in February, man. And let me pull up Boogie Cousins when he when he came back. I wanna say if he came back in March. That's that's a that's 12 to 13 months that he stepped back on an NBA court for games. Yeah. In like eight months, he'll be able to resume basketball activities and getting in shape. But yo, you're talking an Achilles is the worst thing that happens to an, an yeah. athlete in general.
1: Well, you know, if the Knicks can kind of float around, he can come back for the playoff push. A <laughs> seed, he comes back we go to the Easter Conference Finals or some crazy shit. All right, he
2: made his debut. He made his debut. Um oh, I'm bugging. My bad. He made his debut in January. January eighteenth. So eleven months. He came back. It's not. If they were to make the playoffs. Yeah. Damn. We should buy stock on the Warriors. If he resigns there, son.
1: Cause at, at, at this point
2: you can get him at 16 to one right now. Golden state. If he and resigns now, with them.
1: Now the under, and now the Warriors are kind of like the, like the darling, the underdog darling now, right? It's like no one, everyone loved the Warriors before KD. Then they get hurt. Oh, then he gets there. Everyone hates him. He gets hurt. Everyone loves him again. It's like now they kind of have like like now it's like unfinished business, you know what I mean? Now that's the storyline. So, yeah, man, I think if he stays, he, they can give him five. Was it five year? They can give him the max five year deal too. Um, so, man, I don't know. I pray before bed that the KD comes to the Knicks. So, I'm running with it.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm looking at it right now. The Marcus Cousins tore his Achilles in February. Um late January last week of January was when the game was early February so yeah man it, it happens and it happened to him and it took him 11 months to get back on the court so you're looking at Durant he tore it in what January uh, June yeah in June maybe you're back for the second round of the playoffs if he resides with Golden State we got to make a trip out to the sports
1: book. We should do it today because we get the value now.
2: Yeah, we should because as we, you know, we move on to these NBA awards. I just want to run through them real quick before we before we end the show. Like, you know, I gave out the MVP. I said Giannis. You said Coach uh, Buden uh, Budenhoser. uh Our buddy Marco, Matt Marco references. Shout out to Marco on the pod. He picked the Rookie of the Year. He said Luca. Like, yo, we've been pretty spot on on some of these, and I, I think that if you're looking at the the odds for the Warriors, especially going into next year right now. You know, it's, it's betting, folks. You got to roll the dice sometimes. So, if any thoughts on the NBA awards? Was there anything you disagreed with? Uh, I feel like I was happy with pretty much everything.
1: I was fine with it. I just Some of the, just generally speaking, like, I didn't like the fact that Paul George and Harden weren't there, right?
2: Well, Paul George, to be fair, he had uh, shoulder or labrum surgery. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure james harden was there i don't think he was no all right
1: it's kind of like once i saw them both not there i kind of had a feeling that he they weren't known i mean we knew i feel like we knew Giannis was gonna win anyway yes but the fact that they don't show up is just like an even bigger tell you know what i mean
2: yeah yeah i Um, think i think what i would do if i was the nba is do
1: it earlier in the year
2: dude the nba season ends on a wednesday friday night you have your show you have your award show right after the nba season and then you start the playoffs on Monday. You have a celebration. It's it's more like, you know, people are like, oh, hold this elbow. You lost in the playoffs. It's like, yeah, dude, but the regular season is what the award was about. And look, yes. not for nothing, as I've gotten older, the whole like, well, LeBron's been the best player in the league. It, yeah, it is. But you know what? It matters to me if you're the best guy on a f- Tuesday night in February in Washington. And Giannis consistently showed up night in, night out where LeBron takes games off. He takes mat- he takes quarters off. He takes games off. So, yeah. like, that shit matters to me, and it's a good indicator. Like, I've always been outspoken on the awards. I You know, we always talk about All-NBA because that's something where, you know, you're going to look back to the 2009 season, and you would be like, yo, you know what? Yeah, Kemba Walker was a top guard in the league that year. Now, we're not saying if you're starting a franchise, is Kemba Walker in your top, like, five point guards. We're not saying that. It's a different conversation. So... I don't have an issue with it. I just if I was the NBA, that's what I would do. I'd move it to Friday night after the regular season ends, and then you start the playoffs on a Monday. It's a Monday, huh? Yeah, and you're chilling.
1: Um, I mentioned this to you before we recorded. I think it's crazy that Rudy Gobert wins another Defensive Player of the Year, and he still hasn't made a fucking All Star game. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. It's
1: crazy. I know. It's, I know it's All Star. You know. I know it's a, like you said. It's 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 a it's a popularity contest. But at the same time, like. Guy needs, this guy needs you know, needs to you know, finally get some recognition.
2: And at the same time, when money gets factored in, I think that's kind of corny. Like a guy like, you know, I, I think we need to do something about these contracts where if a guy doesn't make the all-star team, which is a voted on award, he's going to lose out on money. You know, like that was the thing with, with um, Rudy Gobert. I remember it was like, yeah, if he would have made the all-star team, he would have got like some incentive. And it's like, that sucks. You know, I think like, pro bowl all-star voting and shit like i think there should be a reward for if you earned like yo you were a pro bowler but like yeah teddy bridgewater was a pro bowler but like no you were an actual pro bowler like you were a top four player at your position you and then you have the vote you know what i'm saying like let the fans vote for who goes to it but this is what the nfl like sure they have the all pro awards i get that and nba you have all nba first team and whatnot But that's just how I just feel about that. I kind of hate these awards as I've gotten older.
1: I'm with you, man. I didn't like the guys not showing up. Um, I'm good, man. This is great. This is a long one. I love it.
2: Yeah, it was a good night for the All-NBA VM team. Our boy Siakam, Luka.
1: You're right. Yo, is Budenholzer Budenholzer our coach? I think so.
2: He might be. He might be our coach.
1: Who else could it be? Nick Nurse?
2: Damn, I'm down with Nick Nurse, man. I'm down with Nick Nurse.
1: Fred Van Vliet's the six man off the bench. So. Oh,
2: 100%. Yeah, Jokic at the center.
1: You know what I'm saying? Um, All right, guys.
2: I hope you enjoyed this one because I did. Uh, we gave the plugs already. Imp, anything you want to sign off on?
1: No, man. Uh, you know, Looking forward to Look, the, the NBA is a, is, a, is, a, is a 24-7, 365 league because free agency starts this weekend. Then you mm. got summer league in a few days after that. Right. And then it kind of goes up and, you know, there's a couple of weeks off, but then you got, you know, a few weeks. Sorry. I'll take it back. A few weeks off. Then you got preseason basketball. And then, you know, we're already into the fall. It's kind of crazy.
2: Shit. Another way too early preview. Me and Ip are trying to get the Summer League next year. Oh, yeah. In Vegas. Your birthday. First time. We're going to be ripped.
1: Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, yes, sir.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Peace.